ladies and gentlemen. It's about that time. It's time to crush your fantasy football league. Grab yourself a drink and get ready. Because it's time. It's time to get that Dynasty Buzz. Already a few drinks deep in the Roto Lounge tonight. So don't be offended. It's your host, Brad Starks. What's up, what's up, what's up? All my regulars in the house, what is up? It's your boy, Brad Starks. The season is over. The 2020 season is in the books. It's been hectic. It's been crazy. It's been damn right frustrating. Who got Kamara bombed in the finals? After this season of chaos, you finally make it to the championship. You face Alvin Kamara, who puts up six friggin' touchdowns. How do you even overcome that? I was lucky enough to secure one title this year. A title's a title. A title is a title. I'm glad to have one title. Wish I had more, but I am glad to have one. I hope everyone out there got one title. It was a good season, man. It was a good season. We had a lot of hits, a lot of hits this year. A few misses. Joe Mixon, that, that kind of hurt. Uh, but what what can you do? What can you do? You trust the process. The results will come. But the season is over. The 2020 season over. And now it's ready. It, now it's time to start getting ready for the 2021 season. The day after the... Last game of week 16, I'm dropping a top 10 dynasty quarterback ranking. We got to go ahead and plan now. I'm going to give you the top 10 quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends that we can focus on in dynasty. And if you join my Patreon, I'm going to drop the rest so you can build yourself a cheat sheet. And I really want to start pushing my Patreon. Hold on, let me let me open my drink. My drink tonight. I'm about to open this Abita Abita Brewing in Louisiana. One of my favorite brewing companies in Louisiana makes a Purple Haze, which is actually a ras, raspberry lager, 4.2% alcohol by volume. So that means basically like a a raspberry beer. I'm not into I'm not into like fruity beers, but I really love Abita and anything they produce. I really love it. So uh, my father-in-law got me a six-pack of this for my birthday, which was Christmas Eve. So I'm popping one now for the the first episode, getting ready for 2021 Dynasty. We're gonna talk about the top 10 quarterbacks, but I wanted to talk about my Patreon real quick. 
And I hope that this doesn't bother you because I'm going to talk about it every podcast moving forward, every YouTube video moving forward because I've been doing this for two years now. I've enjoyed myself, but it is a lot of work. It's a lot of stress. It's hectic trying to figure out things to talk about, to record them, to take time away from your family. So I really want to start making some type of money to help uh, support what I'm doing, to show that people out there appreciate what I'm doing. Like I said, I've been doing this for two years. I know I helped a lot of people. Uh, so now I'm just going to try to, you know, get a return on my investment towards the, the, the fantasy football community. And if you don't want to, if you don't want to donate, that's completely okay. Um, I'll still love you either way, but there are people that do want to support. There are people that do want the incentives of joining my Patreon account and you can find it at patreon.com slash backslash roto lounge real quick. We'll get to it for $2 a month. That's less than $25 a year. And you can cancel after any month. Um, you know, I'm going to do like a, a, a daily video drop or semi daily and discuss my thoughts on fantasy football players, maybe Twitter topics, uh, player ad drops during the season, maybe fab targets, uh, daily, weekly lineup advice, as well as off-season dynasty targets, which we're doing now. Uh, you will have full access to my brain, right? I, you know, and just kind of how I use my experience uh, in building fantasy football teams. And then I'm also going to have a Discord chat. So all the Patreons will be in a chat together. We can talk about anything from football to whiskey, um, seasonal, redraft, dynasty, whatever you want to talk. Um, it'll be in that Discord chat. And then when I do my YouTube videos, uh, I will put Patreon's names on the credits of my YouTube videos. Another tier, if you want to upgrade to $5 a month, you know, I talk about my daily fantasy lineups if you're in a fandle or DraftKings, you know maybe a, a roto lounge coaster for your favorite beverage we'll do monthly contests stuff like that so i have another tier you can look at that uh, but look at my patreon page.com roto lounge and you know also follow me on twitter and instagram at roto lounge follow my podcast at roto lounge the dynasty buzz and the bourbon collection which I'm working on that. I'm telling you, we have got great things ahead. Anyone that wants to support me, I'd love to have it. That We have such a great community out there. Please support me, even if it's not financially. Reviews, uh, rankings, those matter as well. Likes, subscribes, retweets, anything that you can do to just support the Roto Lounge brand and, and, and what I'm doing and... and, and you know, crushing fantasy leagues because that's what that's what we're here for. So if the content is entertaining or helping you, I would definitely appreciate the support. And without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into these top 10 dynasty quarterback rankings. Now, when I make these rankings, I look at one to three years down the road and things can change. Things can change. Injuries can happen. Okay. And, you know, you're not going to agree with this list 100%. There's going to be players lower on this list uh, than you probably think. It could be your favorite team. It could be your favorite player. It could be a dynasty player that you have a ton of. 
I'm not here to piss you off. I'm here to give you my actual rankings. I am not someone that's just putting something out there to get clicks or likes or comments. If you guys have been following me, you know that whatever I talk about, I'm going to do. And a lot of times, what I like to say is, if you're not in front, if you're not out in front, you're already behind. And I always try to be ahead of the consensus in fantasy. I try to be ahead uh, of the community. And typically, I am ahead of everybody. And you have to be ahead of everybody and stay ahead of everybody. You got to have a step in front of your competition, right? You can't be reactive. You have to be proactive. A, a prime example is I've been telling you to buy A.J. Dillon pretty much all season. Uh, even in preseason, I was hyping him. He finally has a breakout game. Now it's too late. Now people are going to scramble. There's one game left, right? If Aaron Jones is gone, 2021 is going to be A.J. Dillon. Uh, projected to be the starter or split carries. So you got to be out in front or else you're always going to be behind because you're going to be listening to people that say buy high and nobody buys high in a successful fantasy football year in and year out. I'm going to help you build a team where you don't trade away all your draft picks for players that you missed out on because we're going to hit them in our rookie drafts. We're going to hit them in our startup drafts. Okay. That's why you listen to me because I'm going to be ahead of everybody and let you know who to get. Hint, hint, Robbie Anderson. Hint, hint, Justin Jefferson. Okay, this is what I do. This is why you need to follow me. Be careful who you listen to. You can get a lot of bad advice. You're not going to like my rankings. I can already tell you that. But it is what it is, okay? So number 10. I don't have Dak Prescott in my top 10. Don't be mad at me. I'm worried about the injury. I'm worried about his future, where he's going to end up. Is he going to stay in Dallas? Are they going to pay him? All of these are questions for me. This could change into 2021. Okay. We'll see how things shape out. But right now, he's not even in my top 10. Tua Tagovailoa is not in my top 10. He was my third-rated quarterback in this draft class. I'm worried about his injury. I'm worried about his read progression. Yes, he's going to get better. But right now, you know, he's less than stellar. He's getting benched for Ryan Fitzpatrick, okay? If if you want two in your top 10, okay, maybe two is number 11. Maybe two is number 12 if you're in a 12-team league. I don't have Aaron Rodgers in my top 10, Aaron Rodgers is having a hell of a season. Hell of a season. Not in my top 10. All right. Not only am I thinking the next one to three years, but especially in quarterbacks, you can have them as long as 10 years if you play your cards right. A-Rod's having a hell of a season. But Dynasty, I'm looking for these young guys. All right. And, and this is debatable, right? Number 10, I have Joe Burrow. All right, this is debatable. Joe Burrow was higher in this ranking before his ACL and MCL injuries. Joe Burrow was an elite rookie quarterback. Now, if not for the the gruesome knee injury, Joe Burrow would be a lot higher in my rankings. I think I had him at seven. But remember, I'm looking... The next three, 
five, seven years. And Burrow could be on the shelf for some of the 2021 season. And does he really return to form? Does he lose anything? I'm, I'm kind of concerned. But he's young. He has a lot of potential. He was having a really good rookie season. You know, it helped that his coach liked to throw the ball a lot. The one thing that I didn't like about Burrow is he was taking a lot of hits. He didn't seem to know how to avoid hits. And he always seemed to be on a highlight reel getting crushed by somebody. Now, he entered his final game having taken 72 hits. And that was tied with Daniel Jones as the most by a rookie quarterback in his first nine games since since the year 2000. And the NFL stands for not for long when you're taking hits like that. But I think he's going to be good NFL quarterback. I really do. I just can't have him higher than 10 currently. And he could easily drop out of the top 12 if someone presented a good argument for Dak and Tua and A-Rod and some other players. So... He's not submitting 10. He's, he's, on the, he's on the edge of falling out. But I have him there because he showed a lot of potential. He's young. Uh, I think he could have a really good career. Number nine. This is going to piss some more people off. You might even turn the podcast off when I tell you this. But I'm adamant about my rankings. And I believe I'm head of the consensus. So you may tell me now I'm crazy. But come 2022... You may look back and say, you know what? He was on to something. He was on to something. But I couldn't see it because I just thought he was crazy. And number nine is Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is talented. He really is. He's a running back and a quarterback molded into one player. And his fan- fantasy season is enormous. Like his ceiling is enormous. However, I don't consider Jackson as a prototypical quarterback that has a long career in the NFL. I mean, we've seen this before. Quarterbacks that are exceptional runners but less than thrilling passers. It's true. It is true. Lamar had an exceptional year two years ago. Offensive coordinator Greg Roman unleashed him, and I called that. I pegged him as a league winner that year, and he certainly was. But year two under Roman and Lamar has become more predictable this year. Look at this year compared to last. All right. His passing attempts are down. His completions are down. His completion percentage is down. His touchdowns are down. His interceptions are up. His yards per attempt and yards per completion are both down. His QBR is 10% lower than last season. Now, we can talk about his rushing because that's great. He's going to exceed last year's rushing touchdown, but he's not going to eclipse last year's rushing yards. And that's where I'm concerned. He's reliant on his legs. Every time he runs the ball, he's risking an injury and some type of lower body injury. It's more than certain to sap any electricity if he were to get injured. So, so how does his game translate after that? I mean, we've seen this before. Greg Roman, he had Tyrod Taylor on top of the world 
until defenses figured out how to stop him. He then had Colin Kaepernick on top of the world, but he too wasn't an elite passer. I think it's only a matter of time before defenses become consistent in their game plans to stop Lamar. And I really wouldn't be surprised if he's just a middle-of-the-pack quarterback in 2021. I mean, I think his success lies in within Greg Roman. And what does Greg Roman do in the future? I also think that we've seen Lamar's ceiling as a fantasy football asset. You know, he is still inside my top 10, and if I own him, I'm not selling him cheap. But if I don't own him, I'd rather not pay the price it's going to take to acquire him. You know, I'm just going to let the, the chips fall wherever for Lamar Jackson. And, you know, I do have him in, in two leagues, I believe, one or two leagues. Uh, but I'm not going to look to acquire him anywhere else. All right, number eight, another shocker, another shocker. Rookie prospect, rookie prospect. And we're going to get into rookies down the line. You'll be able to find the rookie breakdowns on my Roto Lounge podcast. Uh, and then some dyna- if it's Dynasty information, it'll be here on the Dynasty Buzz. But number eight, I have Justin Fields. Rookie prospect Justin Fields. And I love Justin Fields. There's talk about Zach Wilson over Justin Fields. No, 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 no. Don't get it twisted. Don't, don't fall into that trap. Okay. Justin Fields is the man. I didn't have any rookie quarterbacks last year in my top 10. None. I didn't think Joe Burrow was a top 10 coming in. I didn't think Justin Herbert was a top 10 coming in. I didn't think Tua Tagovailoa was a top 10 coming in. Now, I've I've stand to be proven wrong. But if I didn't have them in my top 10 and they exceeded my expectations, if Justin Fields exceeds my expectations, he's easily a top 10 dynasty quarterback. Now, this is a former five-star recruit that stands six foot three, 223 pounds. Fields is not only the size of a successful NFL quarterback, but he also has the arm strength and the accuracy to move the ball anywhere on the field. Even though Ohio State runs a spread offense, which mainly focuses on the short and intermediate throws, Fields was able to showcase his arm strength and accuracy as a downfield passer. According to Pro Football Focus, Fields' average target was 12.6 yards downfield, which is the highest among the returning Power 5 quarterbacks. His passing skills have no weaknesses but there could be concerns surrounding Justin Fields for example Fields mainly operate out of the shotgun and although many teams are starting to use the shotgun formation more and more many 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 general managers like to see how quarterbacks operate out of the single back formation under center uh, Justin Herbert is doing that now he didn't play a down under center and now he's playing under center for the Chargers Uh, So they're going to want to see him transition. But I don't really think that's going to be too much of a problem. Um, You know, he's going to need to work on his footwork, especially out of of center. Um, But this is really something that a lot of quarterback prospects focus on uh, leading up to the combine. So I think he's going to improve there. Uh, He needs to improve his pocket awareness, 
and, and, and really be able to know when to throw the ball away and not to take negative yardage. But to me, both Justin Fields and Russell Wilson are mobile quarterbacks who can not only extend plays and throw on the run, but also keep defenses on their feet and scramble for positive yards when it's needed. Both quarterbacks in college were very good in the option and the quarterback run game. I think Fields has the elite and extremely accurate arm strength, and his mechanics really mimic Russell Wilson. So a bigger version of Russell Wilson is the best comp that I can give for Justin Fields. Uh, like I said earlier, Fields stands at six foot three, two 223 pounds, while Wilson stands at 5'11", 215 pounds. So Justin Fields is a guy that we want on our dynasty teams. No questions about that. And number seven, speaking of the L.A. Chargers rookie quarterback, Justin Herbert is number seven on my list. And, you know, after ju- after Justin Herbert's first eight games, he was on pace to smash all rookie records. He was going to surpass Patrick Mahomes' first eight games of his career across the board. Now, this is why that I don't like using pace as an argument, though, because not only did he not smash rookie records, he didn't surpass Mahomes' first eight games. But I do like using actual stats as arguments, and Herbert has the stats. Last week, he broke Baker Mayfield's rookie touchdown record with number 28. He needs only five more completions to break the rookie record of 379 completions in a rookie year by by Carson Wentz. That was set by Carson Wentz. And he's 340 passing yards away from breaking the yardage record held by Andrew Luck. And that yardage was 4,374 on the season. That's quite the resume. And also, he currently has a 5.0 touchdown percentage, which is really just average. I mean, you can compare that to Lamar's special season that we talked about last year. And Lamar had a 9.0 touchdown percentage. The season that Mahomes threw for 50 touchdowns, he had an 8.6 touchdown percentage. And this year, Aaron Rodgers has eclipsed 7.0 touchdown percentage for the third time in his career. Right now, he's at an 8.8 with 44 touchdown passes. Now, Herbert will hit his ceiling in a season, and he will shoot his touchdown percentage up to that 7, that 8, that 9, and will have a tremendous season. And it's going to be special when he does it. Now, I had Herbert as the number two quarterback in this class behind Burrow, and I saw a lot of upside. But at the combine, I also saw you know some downside uh, to his game. And one of the things that I really that really bothered me, and I talked about on a podcast, and is that you know he is not very good at throwing outside the hash marks to the sidelines. Uh, he proved to be very inaccurate um, from the the film that I watched and at the combine. Um, And and I noticed that he hasn't been asked to do a lot of that in L.A. uh, And it is a work in progress for him. Um, But but Herbert seems to be special. 
He's he's really young still. He's only 22 years old, and he is surrounded by good talent there in Los Angeles. He's got Keenan Allen for a while. Uh, he's got Eckler, Hunter Henry, Mike Williams. Um, so if you drafted Herbert in rookie drafts, you got yourself a really good deal. And I do apologize that I didn't push him harder last season. Uh, I, I talked about Burrow a lot, but I really should have pushed um, Herbert as the number two quarterback in the class um, and, and really secured more more shares of him and, and really pushed you guys to, to get more shares of him. So I apologize for not doing that. But, there, hey, we got the future ahead of us. That's why we're never going to buy high because, hey, we might have missed on, on Herbert. But we'll find somebody else. We will find somebody else. And don't try to chase that and trade away your future for one player. We'll get them before they break out. And then if we want to sell them, we'll sell them. If we want to keep them, we'll keep them. Number six, this man has exceeded my – now he hasn't exceeded my expectations, but he's probably exceeded your expectations. Uh, and number six, I have Bill's quarterback, Josh Allen. And I'll tell you why he hasn't exceeded my expectations because in the preseason, I penciled him as a top five fantasy football quarterback this year. It was all over Twitter. It was on the podcast. Josh Allen was the guy we had to have this year. Um, Top five quarterback right now. He's sitting at number five currently. He may have jumped up after uh, tonight's game where he really went off. Um, Just showed what type of talent he is. Um, and and I will say that he probably has exceeded everyone's expectations since he was drafted as a rookie. Uh, he was my number two quarterback in that class behind Sam Darnold. Uh, so I do have a few shares of him. Um, but I didn't think he was going to be better than, than Darnold. I really didn't. Uh, I, I thought Darnold was going to be really special. Um, but... I continue to support Darnold. I continue to support Josh Allen on Twitter. And he, Josh Allen is so much better now than he was as a prospect coming out of college. Uh, there are very few that work harder than Josh Allen. I mean, he's shown that in his work ethic. Uh, he's worked with a quarterback coach every single season trying to get better. But my only concern with Josh Allen is that a lot of his Fantasy football scoring comes via his legs, right? And that's okay, though. We talked about that. Um, He's got 383 yards and eight touchdowns on the ground this year. And my concern with Allen is if he were to have a lower body injury, I think it really limits his future upside. And I don't think that his passing skills can really overcome that, Um, which he would still be a decent quarterback, but I think he would be hovering around you know, 10 to 15. I don't think I'd have him near the top five because uh, I think a lot of his upside has to do with his rushing ability and his uh, tendency to really use run the ball at the goal line. Uh, and that could change if they got a running back, a, a better running back than what they have. Um, but, you know, I think he needs to get better as a passer. I think he needs to get better as a passer. And you're probably asking yourself, why are you dropping him because he might get hurt? I mean, I know, I know, but sometimes, you know, you have to include, you know, your intuition in your rankings. Uh, the five quarterbacks that I have ahead of Josh Allen to me are elite special quarterbacks. And while I think Josh Allen is exceptionally talented, I don't think he's on that level yet. 
but with his hard work, he can be. My number five quarterback is Clemson quarterback prospect Trevor Lawrence. Now, Trevor Lawrence is also referred to T-Law. You may see me on Twitter talking T-Law. But from a physical skill set standpoint, Lawrence is the complete package for the NFL. He has terrific size, six foot six, two hundred twenty pounds, a powerful, accurate arm, rushing ability. If Lawrence were a little bit thicker, a little bit heavier, he would be the prototypical quarterback prospect for the NFL. I'm talking about you talk about the the legs from this quarterback, the brains of this quarterback, the arms of this quarterback the rushing ability of this quarterback, Trevor Lawrence possibly could have everything that you're looking for in a quarterback. The prototypical NFL prospect. He is about as pro-ready as a passer as you're ever going to find in college. His accuracy is exceptional. He consistently puts the ball in perfect placement downfield. He can fit passes into any type of receiving window, no matter how tight. He has the accuracy to drop passes in over defensive backs time after time after time. He sees the field extremely well. He's got advanced vision of the field. He doesn't doesn't really get rattled by the pass rush, and he has the composure to stand in the pocket take a hit, and fire the pass. And another strength of Lawrence is his mobility, right? He has quick feet. He has the burst of a running back. On read option plays, he shows toughness. He'll pound the ball up the middle. And, you know, he also has got he has some power, right? It can make him effective in his short yardage rushing situations at goal lines. Um He shows the ability to dodge defenders in the pocket. He can make a miss in the open field, and he throws well on the run. I think Lawrence is going to be a good fit for any NFL offense um, because of his powerful arm, and it's going to allow him to work the vertical offense, which he's most likely going to go to the Jaguars. So DJ Chark's value increases because... Lawrence can really get the ball down the field. He has great accuracy on short passes, which is going to bode well for our boy LaVisca Chenault. And, you know, I think he's got a pretty quick release. Uh, He he does have a a fast arm whip if you watch his tape. Um, I think his internal clock seems to be advanced. He gets the ball out quickly. He doesn't really put extra pressure on his offensive linemen to hold blocks longer than they should. And really, when time allows, Lawrence, he shows the patience to let routes develop. He doesn't panic if the first read is covered. Uh, he he does um, seem to read defenses. I know he hits a lot of his, his first reads, um, but when needed, they don't have the stud wide receiver that they've had in years past. Um, 
so he can read defenses uh, and and check his reads as well. Um, so as good as Lawrence is, and as excellent as his skill set is, you know, at Clemson he is surrounded around the best talent in college football. Uh, and he will have some adjustments at the next level. But I think that he's going to be in contention to be the dynasty QB1 at some point in his career. I think he has that type of upside. Not only does he have the skill set, he has the resume, the track record of being a winner. He is 25 and 1 as a starter at Clemson. As a freshman, he led Clemson to a national championship. Last year, he led Clemson to the championship, but they lost to Joe Burrow. If Lawrence had entered last year's draft, I no, I'd say I'd say 2019 or 2020. I would have rated him above both Kyler Murray and Joe Burrow. To me, Lawrence looks like a safe enough pick. A, you know, a prediction, a safe prediction to be an all-pro caliber quarterback. I think he has the skill set to lead his team to multiple Super Bowls. Very high on Trevor Lawrence, so I have him as my number five quarterback. And the reason I don't have him higher is I just think the top four are just above everybody. And I'm going to go to number one now because we know who number one is. Number one is Patrick Mahomes. He's 25 years old. He signed a 10-year deal worth $477 million. His first year as a starter, he won the NFL MVP. His second year as a starter, he won a Super Bowl. In his third year as a starter, these are his accomplishments in 2020. In week two, he led a comeback for his sixth double-digit deficit to win, which is an NFL record. In week three, he became the fastest quarterback to surpass 10,000 career passing yards. It took him only 34 games, beating that of Kurt Warner's previous record. He also became the fastest quarterback to reach 100 touchdown passes. It only took him 40 regular season games, which is four fewer than Dan the Man Marino. Now, if you have him, as long as he remains healthy, he is a set it and forget it every week in your fantasy lineup for the next five years. My top quarterback in fantasy football right now, Patrick Mahomes. If you got him, congratulations. I think I have him in one or two leagues. Happen to get him as a fourth-round draft pick in rookie drafts. Sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you're good. Number two, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, number two fantasy quarterback. He's 23 years old. 
Kyler Murray was a winner from the beginning. Back in high school, his high school team won three straight state championships. They won 43 games in a row. Kyler Murray during that stretch was 42-0 as the starter. Kyler was ranked by ESPNScout.com and 247 Sports as a five-star recruit and the best dual-threat quarterback in his class. His first year as a starting quarterback at Oklahoma, he won the Heisman Trophy. He was the first overall pick in the draft by new head coach Cliff Kingsbury, who is known for the spread out high octane offense. But some say he's small. He's 5'10 and 1'8, 207 pounds. But that's really similar to, you know, Russell Wilson. On my breakout podcast last year, I predicted Kyler Murray would end the season as the fantasy football quarterback one, if you guys remember that, due to his elite ability to not only pass but also run. He finished number seven that year. I was oh so close. I don't think very many people had Kyler Murray that high. But I told you I'm going to be ahead of this. And if you got him in fantasy drafts, dynasty drafts, you now have a top to fantasy quarterback asset, in my opinion. He finished fantasy quarterback seven, right? He had 3,700 yards passing, 20 touchdown passes. He added 544 rushing yards and four touchdowns. Now, as a rookie, I did think he looked a little hesitant running, uh, and I chalked. I, I chalked that up to adjusting to the NFL speed, so that's why he really didn't re- meet my expectations. But this year he has. This year he's running without any type of hesitation. Looks like he was running in college. Looks great out there. Kyler's having a terrific season this year. To me, Kyler Murray has Lamar Jackson's rushing ability. But he has a much more advanced passing skill set. So I I think that if if Lamar could figure out how to pass like Kyler, he would be be so good. Uh, But again, Kyler's also a set it and forget it against any opponent for the next five years. Because he can run and he can pass. Number three, Deshaun Watson. All right. I thought Deshaun Watson was going to drop down the dynasty rankings because he lost Nook, and and he has, but he hasn't dropped very far in my rankings since Bill O'Brien left. He looks like a better quarterback. Now, he was drafted 12th overall by Bill O'Brien, and I remember hoping that he was going to go to the Chiefs because I thought Watson was going to be really good, uh, and I wanted to see him with Andy Reid. Well, it turned out to be Patrick Mahomes, and Patrick Mahomes has turned out to be really well. So a lot of the industry was down on Watson as a rookie. Um, they, you know, they said that he wasn't going to be a good NFL pro, and anyone that's knocking Trevor Lawrence for the scheme at Clemson or the players at Clemson, Deshaun Watson had people were saying the same thing about Deshaun Watson. 
But the truth of the matter is that what if these guys are just good? Right? Average quarterbacks would be good on teams like Clemson. Players like Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson are great on teams like Clemson. So now that Watson is free of Bill O'Brien, I think it bodes well for his future. If if DeAndre was still in Houston, I'd probably have Watson at quarterback two. But since Nook's in Arizona, Kyler gets the nod at number two. But I, th- I still think that Watson is going to have really great performances due to the ability of his legs and his arm strength and his ability to extend plays. And this is all without the Texans really having a wide receiver one. They're going to be on the hunt for a wide receiver one. We could see someone like Juju or another one of these free agents maybe make their way over to Houston. I don't know what their cap looks like, uh, but they could draft one. So Deshaun Watson, number three. And number four, the guy I have above Trevor Lawrence, the guy I have above Justin Herbert, the guy I have above Lamar Jackson is Mr. Unlimited... Russell Wilson. Now, let me explain to you why people don't appreciate what Russell Wilson brings to the table. And anybody that does not have Russell Wilson in their top five dynasty quarterbacks, they're doing it wrong. They're doing it wrong. They're they're just doing it wrong unless there's some type of stat or you know, something in their rankings where it would eliminate Russell Wilson. Maybe you have to be over six foot tall or something. But if there's no special circumstance, Russell Wilson deserves to be number four. There's nothing you can say negative about Russell Wilson. Since his rookie season, these are his fantasy football quarterback finishes. As a rookie in in 2012, he was the ninth best fantasy quarterback. Top ten. Now, in 2013, he was number eight, top 10. In 2014, he was number three, top five. In 2015, he was number three, top five. 2016, he fell out of the top 10, finished at quarterback 11. One quarterback outside the top 10 or one spot. 2017, he jumped back up to the number one overall fantasy quarterback. 2018, nine. 2019, the third best fantasy quarterback. And 2020, we know how well he's doing this year. So eight of nine years, he was inside the top 10. And five times, he was inside the top five. So you can talk about his age. Yes, he's he's 31. And compared to guys like Trevor Lawrence, that's a 10-year gap, right? So that is a big deal. But if you're drafting to win now, and when you draft in Dynasty, yes, you want to think about your future. But you don't want to disregard winning now. It's just as important to get a win under your belt while everyone's looking towards the future. You draft to win now, and you draft for the future, and there's not a better quarterback 
to draft than Russell Wilson. Because not only is he young, but he's consistent as hell. For the next three to five years, Russell Wilson is as good as they get. And because he's proven it time in and time again, I have him slightly ahead of Trevor Lawrence, who's just a prospect. Now, Russell Wilson is also tied to DK Metcalf for the next two seasons. A quarterback with a dominant top wide receiver. Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf could be QB1, wide receiver 1 in 2021. That may be where we're going. That may be where we're going right now. We did want Russell Wilson this year. Next year, we might be stacking Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf. Okay? Don't sleep on Russell Wilson in Dynasty Drafts. Now, if you decide to go with Russell Wilson, you can always take a flyer on a prospect down the road that could maybe become a franchise quarterback. And you have plenty of rookie drafts to grab one in the second, third round. You know, but you can ride what Russell Wilson for the next three to five years and not have to worry about a thing. So there you have it. There you have it. My top 10 dynasty quarterbacks going into 2021. If you draft now, I'll repeat them to you one more time. Number 10 was Joe Burrow. Number nine was Lamar Jackson. Number eight, Justin Fields. Number seven, Justin Herbert. Number six, Josh Allen. Number five, Trevor Lawrence. Number four, Russell Wilson. Number three, Deshaun Watson. Number two, Kyler Murray. And number one, Million Dollar Mahomes. All right, fam, I appreciate it. Glad to be back on the mic. Remember, check out my Patreon www.patreon.com backslash roto lounge support me show me some love be patient with me help me follow me on twitter at roto lounge give me a review subscribe like hold on let me check my podcast if you leave me a podcast review i will give you a shout out on the podcast let me see if i've gotten any new Nope, not a new one on Roto Lounge. And Dynasty Buzz, I have zero reviews. So if you listen to this entire podcast and I didn't bore you, why don't you go to the Dynasty Buzz or the Roto Lounge or both, leave me a review, tell me that you enjoy the content, and I would appreciate that. Till next time, fam. Finish your bink. Finish your beer. Finish your bink. Finish your drink, your beer, your whiskey, whatever you're drinking. You don't have to go home, but you got to get up out of here. Cheers, fam. Cheers.